Hey everyone, I hope you are doing well. I want to share with you a thought on this week's Parsha. This week's Parsha is filled with a number of different events. Clearly the main event in our Parsha, which is embedded over a number of series of psukim, consists of course of what is known as Chet Ega, which is known as the sin of the golden calf. And I would like perhaps to point out two different ideas, and maybe they're they're slightly connected between them. Those of you that are interested, I'm in the middle of a very long series on the sin of the golden calf and the aftermath. You can take a look at the various recordings um, if you're interested in a lot more detail. But the question I believe is, what was the sin of Chedega? What did B'nai Yisrael do that was so bad? I think perhaps the answer is, the Ramban argues that the Nisha wanted to replace Moshe. It was not really Avodazara. Others, particularly Rashi, seems to highlight the fact that it was Avodazara that was paganism. I want to perhaps offer a hybrid approach that I think is extremely meaningful and even relevant in the modern era that we live in. You see, Benezo thought that Moshe had passed away. And that, my friends, makes a lot of sense. He left for 40 days. We didn't see him going out with a backpack. We didn't see him going out with food and provisions. It makes sense that even someone like Moshe, how long could he survive? And not only that, the last image, as it says at the end of Mishpatim, is Moshe is at the top of our Sinai, totally engulfed in fire, totally engulfed in clouds of glory. Who could survive that, especially after 40 days? To reach the conclusion that Moshe is gone seems to be extremely rational. But a replacement for Moshe. The problem is that they see Moshe as a demigod. And that is why in Parshat Yitro, they don't want Hashem to give over the Torah to them. They want Moshe to do it. They look at Moshe almost as a mini-god. And that, my friends, is extremely dangerous. Moshe is seen as someone who they need. They need Moshe Rabbeinu. They can't have that direct relationship with God. It's too much. It's too intense. What do they want to do? They want to build an egel, which is like a masecha. A masecha is something which is literally out of a, a molded image. They don't want, you know, you put the gold in, you put it in the mold, and it comes out. It's easy. As opposed to the luchot, which are engraved and carved. An amazing contrast. Why do they want a golden calf? A golden calf. What's a calf? A calf is totally dependent on its mother. They want a sense of dependence on Moshe. They want a replacement for Moshe. They see themselves not worthy to have that direct relationship with God. And that is why they see the ego as a replacement for Moshe and a mask and hidden to have that relationship with God that they felt they couldn't truly have. And so it's Avodah in the sense of it's foreign, that they don't want to have a relationship with God. They want this intermediary. And at the same time, it's related for Moshe because they give Moshe way too much credit. That clearly is a challenge throughout the entire Torah. But the greatest, and but it's, it's ambiguous, this type of relationship. There's something maybe positive about it. Sometimes that relationship with the king and the king of kings can be too intense. The question is, how do you view it? And that is why Hashem doesn't send Moshe down the mountain when they build a calf. Hashem sends Moshe down the day after, when they celebrate the ego. 
only by when they offer olos and shlime, I mean sacrifices, does God say, enough, get down. Because making the egal, you know, intention might not be so bad. There's room for perhaps a little bit of ambiguity, a little bit of grayness. But once they celebrate in the sense of this bestial manner. They literally have this physical, almost intoxic type of a pleasure. It's much more about their own needs and desires and pleasures. And not about truly having a relationship with God, but almost being children, babies, who want instantaneous gratification. That is that point in time that it demonstrates that their desires of building an ego truly were to mask their own limitations, or to mask their own self-doubts and not wanting to have a relation with Hashem. That is what makes Chet Egal so terrible. And therefore, we have to be willing. We have to be, as we say, Levakia. We have to be searching. We have to be looking and growing, wanting to have a great relation with Hashem. We can, each and every one of us, have a direct relationship with Hashem. Hashem is Shomea Tefillah. Hashem listens to all of our tefillos. We don't need someone or anything in between. A direct line. May God hear our tefillos, all of our learning, and may we internalize and want to have that relationship with God in a sincere and authentic manner. Wishing you and your families a beautiful Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom.